Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for having us once again. Yes, I'm happy this week. Yes. I am. I'm so somber. I'm making a comeback, brother. A comeback. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they call me Comeback Chris. Oh, wow. <laughs> last, I heard, last time I heard that, Chris, I got off your face. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. I, I actually drove right into that. Oh, I, was, wow. I was in a truck and I was like, beep, beep, <laughs> straight into that one. No, um, I actually yeah, had a decent week considering it was, which was bizarre. I mean, we started the week. Do, do, do. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Uh, started the week really, really in poor, in a poor mood. We recorded a podcast, saw some mood, out of trades, you know, blah, blah. Um, and then out of nowhere, the, the two guys that I have on my bench in defense just both be named. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like a miracle, and then all of the other um, def- uh, premium defenders that they, they would have been replacing, or if I had trades, they all scored really poorly. So their scores actually held up against them. So my weekly score was pretty good in reflection. So wonderful, yeah, pretty good. I'm just kicking myself, thinking, you know what, everything's going quite smoothly. I've got I've got a uh, Sicily as my coverage for all positions except for the rock i don't want one position. everything's great and i was like you know what everything's been great no one's really hurt themselves i'm like let's just live a bit dangerously and let's just use one of my two <laughs> trades to get webster in instead of heater shaw who and webster's out obviously two weeks running and uh Hita did well last week and that could have actually given me a knickknack knickknat to somebody else yeah and then Sicily to somebody else. So that would have been much better instead of what I did. But uh, look, oh, hey, well. I scored 2,400, uh, sliding ever so slightly in places. Um, 24 flat? 24, 24 flat. Okay. Uh, and I didn't have a ruck. So I still, yeah, you, I still held okay, my so trade. Okay, so explain to the people what you've, what you've done, you've come to the realisation of. Um, that I've held my ruck because I didn't want to have Wits or Dawson Simpson. I'm, you know what? I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you for a couple of reasons, but the main reason that I'm actually proud of you is this. Now you're no challenge to me in the league. You've, you've just slid enough that I, I can hopefully outscore you in overall points. And you've just done that for my purposes. I'm sure that's just a flat of my ego, right? For sure. Yeah, thanks, yep. mate. Definitely for sure. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm already thinking about next year, but uh, look, I'll oh, give, I'll give the Supercoach finals a run. Um, hopefully Webster will be back next week and I will have a premium rock. So, yep. Yep, fair enough. Uh, I'm in the same predicament with Webster, unfortunately, which is really, really annoying. Um, and again, um, Black, well, luckily, as luck would have it, Joel Smith and uh, Jacob Heron are both named as uh, still. So um, that's great. So I'll, I'll at least be able to field six defenders. I don't know if I'm going to run into the same luck as I did last week. I still have the guy on Facebook. Like, he's like, I spent 15 minutes on the crapper trying to work out who this alternative Panadol, <laughs> alternative Panadol is. Yeah, nice. So I said, um, we just Mr. Have any Panadol puns? alternative have any? was named, yeah. obviously, Heron is, is the... <laughs> I like how we sit there trying to... He's probably going back listening to all the other podcasts on the shit up. <laughs> what are these guys talking about? Alternative pun at all? I don't get it. <laughs> I never know what he's I never know what he's doing. And heron <laughs> lies the pun. Did <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so... Uh, and, uh, of course, Dugowie out. Uh, that's, and we'll go through the ins and outs later, but um, that's put another spanner in my works. 
So it was great last week because I got his 147 on field. Yes, excellent. And since I bought him, he's averaging 104. So that's not yeah. bad. I, you can't yeah. really complain about that, can you? You can't complain. No. Especially when you're Chris he's and you're a Collingwood third, supporter. There's he, no complaining. I think he's the, the, the third most informed forward in a three-game average. I think he's got a fantastic little three-game oh, average there going. It's always going to be inflated when you get 146 or whatever he got, Mate, Chris. if you've got a player that can do that I'll tell you, in a final, I'll tell you what, <laughs> except that he's out for two weeks, but shh, don't tell anyone, shh. Um, so I now have to rely on Guelphie, but look, I scored 26-23, so I actually was um, approaching the 26-50 mark, and um, my players at the end got scaled down in the last game, so I had like five players playing in the GWS and uh, Port game, and for whatever reason, a few of them got scaled down, or maybe I was just not refreshing the app well enough, but um, yeah, so interesting. Um now, um, just uh, we obviously is the week before finals, so it'll be yes, interesting. Yes, so to- draft finals this week. Oh, P.S. Um, very quickly, I had a quick sneak look at the uh, team inclusions and Jonas, uh, which we'll get into as well. He he was meant to be out for like another three weeks or so, three or yep. four weeks, and uh, he was named. So I was a quick draft little sneaky. So if he's still available in your draft league, get on him before someone else notices. Yep. Yeah, definitely um, a good uh, draft well, one to pick up. Oh, well, 90 average defender. Yeah, well, one of the guys obviously dropped him being, uh, he was listed for five to six, wasn't he? Yeah, so, yeah uh, four to five or something yeah. like that. But, uh, and it's funny because that's who I'm versing this week in draft in our <laughs> draft league. So nice he gets work. to verse Jonas, which is lovely. I wish but, I had noticed um, at the time I was, um, I don't even know what I was doing. I was probably just too tired to recognize. Oh, I noticed, I checked the teams literally probably about two minutes after they dropped. Uh, so that's, yes. that's why. Lucky in my favour. Of course. Yes, of course. Uh, but yeah, so draft. Uh, some draft leagues started last week, depending on how many teams you have. So the 20-man draft league, I think, had their first finals last week. 18-man, yeah. Yeah, which we won. Sorry, 18-man, which we won. And um, yeah, so our 10-man draft league finals this week. Supercoach finals start next week. And um, yes, so how, how's the leagues going, Chris? Because we <laughs> we had a little bit of a funny predicament. Yeah. Should, should I just sell myself out here first, Chris? Uh, do, do, if you want to do it yourself, I'm good. I'm going to do it anyway. So uh, I, mean, I know you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so look, okay, so here's the predicament. So in the draft leagues, uh, I'm not doing too bad. So I'm second, fifth, fourth, fourth, third, uh, sixth, second. But then there's this 15th that's sitting out there. And, and I'm 15th out of 16 leagues. And so uh, ten leagues, you mean? No, fifteenth out of sixteen leagues. Oh no, there's in one of them, it's eighteen. It'd be eighteen, yeah, wouldn't it? No, it says sixteen. Uh, oh, it's okay. a weird one. Anyway, but here's probably the funnier one: is that I am. Uh, oh, sorry, no, it's fifteenth versus sixteenth. So it'd be an eighteen man league. Sorry, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Uh, here's the here's the funny one, Chris. Is um, that this this league that I'm speaking of is the sausage rolls? <laughs> so I am second last. And there's literally no way you can make the finals in your own like in the sausage rolls in the league that you developed to oh, challenge actually, me. Sorry, that's that's incorrect, Chris. Uh, so fifteenth out of sixteenth, and that's in the Supercoach Insider bonus. So they must be absolutely raping me to a pillage. Oh yes. Uh, okay. Sorry, the sausage rolls. I'm coming tenth. Ah uh, yes. And I can still make finals, Chris. But I've uh, we had a look. I've got like the fifth most points. Yep. Yet I'm getting spanked. If you beat. The, if you beat him, you have to. He's got to beat him, and then the, one of the other guys has to lose, and you'll probably get in on percentage. So it'll be close, but anyway, you have stay, to win this. Stay week. posted, but sausage rolls. But I, I mean, bet, you I know, bet, you're not trading in Ryder this week, remember? Well, look, I tell you what, I, I created this. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but but you are screwed. But I will tell you what's going to happen, Chris. Okay. If what's I if happen? I don't make finals out of my in my own league, I will burn it to hell. I will delete the whole league. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an option? Can I, I delete? Know. Can I delete the whole league? Just, go, just mic drop. Just, no, you can just boot everyone. 
<laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Sorry, if I don't get to have fun, none of you do. I am the leader here. That would be quite funny. I wouldn't do that to you. Yes, I'll just, yeah. yes, I would. Yeah, yes, I would. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, look, I'm. Uh, it's it's weird as well, and I think a lot of people um, have this in Supercoach land. But sometimes you can be the highest scorer or, or close to the top scorer of the of the league. But on a week to week basis, you just get pipped at the post. Um, and so there's a quite a few of the leagues that I'm um, I'm like the second or third top scorer, and I'm outside the top top eight. So you know, there's the, uh, how many is that? There is. Um, two leagues that I'm outside the top eight. I do have a chance to get in, but um, yeah, actually, Crackers FC commented on our uh, was it Facebook or Twitter saying that he's actually versing me this week. So I need to win that game to actually make the finals. I don't think it's going to happen. So, uh, but uh, outside of that, I'm pretty much in all of the other finals in all of my leagues. Um, apart from SC inside of three, which I don't think I've actually got a chance to get in. Um, I'm 14th in that league. So. Oh wow! Um, again, I mean, I think I'm top five for points overall for in the league, but um, yeah, obviously just fixtures happen and and that happens. But other than that, I should be right for finals. I'm uh, first in quite a few of them um, and top four in quite a few of them as well. So it's just going to depend because obviously now I'm not scoring as many points as I was earlier in the season. I've got three rookies on field this week, and when most people are fielding 22 premiums. I just have to get lucky Yeah, again. it's one of those funny conundrums where you're going for max points and you've been getting points because you're the fifth highest scorer, but then people just pip you on the week. Yep. And those people that just happen to pip you, the ones that are now overtaking on the back end are the yep. ones with trades. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, which is, well, that is, I mean, that's that's what happens in... in it's uh, life. Yeah, that happens in normal football as well, so that's pretty cool. Um, so look, um, the only other thing I want to go through, so you, you obviously mentioned your rank, so you've obviously slid down the pecking order by yep. opting to not trade... Um, to a ruck last week because there was little option. Yes. So with Cruiser going down, you literally had two options, and that was what Wits and Dawson, Dawson and Wits. Yeah. Both who tummed up, by the way. I both, saw. Both went I well. I saw. Although Wits was only on like twelve at quarter time. Yeah. He had like a yeah, big second quarter. He had fifty six hitouts. Wits. Um, I'm assuming that a lot were to disadvantage, but obviously a big win, and he had seven tackles. So he was. Yeah, he went all right. It probably takes him half an hour to get up from a tackle. I know, right? So uh, he had a good game. Actually, he had a, a much larger DT game than he had uh, SC game. Well, he's a big so boy. So if he got those two advantages instead of disadvantage, he could have got a 150. I think he got a 130 DT. Apparently his new nickname is the Lumberjack. Because yeah. every time he tackles someone, all you hear is Timber! <laughs> that's, that's actually true. Um, so uh, we're going to uh, take a little bit of a slant on banter of the week this week. And we got before we get into the round review, a couple of things that we want to talk about. Um, so t- we're going to go with a tweet of the week this week. And um, we had a, one of the, our followers and a guy who runs another page. Um, I think it's Supercoach DPW. Is that correct? Um, and he just tweeted, you know, it, with all this, you know, rules of the game, the changing of proposed change, etc. You know, what he would like to see. And I'm, I'm very much a big opinion on that as well. Similar, so he wants to see you know thirty four games, which I'm I'm a big fan of the thirty four game system. I think that's much better. Um, bigger our, squads. Our misses would have heart attacks. I don't, <laughs> mate, dude. EPL lease season starts up in two weeks. I've given a fair warning. <laughs> There's, there's trial games already at like 6 a.m. the other morning. That's very I was unlike like, you, Chris. Normally, normally you don't give fair warning. Normally you just slip her in. <laughs> That's true. That's also true. Um, but uh, she knows what it's like now. She's been with me for what, like three and a half years or no, two and a half years? Or, I don't know. Even, oh, jeez. Keep rounding. Um, but 
yeah, like you know, I'm I'm a I'm a sports nut. Like it's what I do. So yeah, I can't wait for the EPL to load up. But yeah, 34 games would be my ideal selection. Everyone plays each other twice, one home and away. There's literally no issue. Now the the big issue with a 34 round season is that obviously um, you know your best players are going to need to be rested because you can't fit them all in into five six day breaks all the time because that will happen with that sort of season. Um, which is to me, I, I'm okay with that. You know, your best players can't play every you know, every single game of the year. Rotate them through. Get a bigger squad. Don't you know? Get rid of a, VL, a VFL team and just have a senior squad. That like literally would be completely happy with that. I, I don't know why they're not looking towards doing something like that. See, I'm the opposite. I think or I think it the, should be 18 games. The, the other alternative, in my opinion, get rid of the you know two teams, uh, probably the Gold Coast and one other team. I know North. I'm just kidding. Sorry to the two through two North supporters out there. Um, get rid of two teams, um, have 16, and then you've only got 30 rounds. Then you just take out the JLT and you take out the uh, preseason comp and run it uh, earlier in the season. And then you've got literally 30 rounds of football on weekends. There's just better ways to do the draw than what they do now. Um, but yeah, he also said uh, it'd be nice if Foxtel had a 4K HD um, AFL only special or whatever or package. I would 100% buy that. So yeah, just some just cool things, and I thought, yeah, you you get my tweet acknowledgement, and then I hit the like button. Yeah, right. What do you, do you what do you, what do you what do you think about the fixture for a start? I know my truth. <laughs> what <laughs> I know my truth. What's I don't know. It's a movie quote. Okay. Um. Anyway, so no, I, I actually disagree. I think yeah. Um. If they want to change the roster, I, I think eighteen rounds plus have the um, you know, the legends, the VFL. Not the VFL, the um, the big spectacle, the that, state um, of origin. Or, yeah, 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 I reckon do that instead. Or an all star game. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely in agreement with some sort of either state of origin or all star game. Um, the thing is with state of origin is it it's the thing that makes it a spectacle with the NRL is a three game series. One game doesn't do anything, and you, if you you can't really have state of origin, like, the reason they can do it is there's only two states: it's Queensland, New South Wales. Like if you have, you know, essentially you'll have four states, right? Or you'll have some sort of, you know, you'll have WA will have one, SA will have one, and then there'll be like a Queensland All-Stars team. There'll probably be like Queensland Northern Territory and- yeah, whatever they can get to fill. <laughs> a Lear, a Lear, like comes in like um, New South Wales and Vic, right? Like it's that, that's how it would do. So the four teams, then they, they, what, they play each other once in the weekend. They're, they're going to be able to play each other twice. So what? how do you work out the winner then? I don't know, Chris. You're the one trying to talk about 34-round hypotheticals. Yeah, I don't know. I think an all-star game works better. Yeah. Maybe. You just have the, the – the, and you pick from a 44-team squad of all Australians and then you fill up. Or you do what I, what I do like is the NBA thing. So NBA get um, – it's a fan vote. They uh, The fans vote for the two team captains – uh, sorry, the team captain and the people with the number one and number two votes get to then select their team. So it's like the schoolyard version when they go and oh, start that's, choosing players. That's parts. brutal. Yeah, it's cool. It's 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 good though. Imagine that in cricket, Maxwell will be picking all his bros. <laughs> yeah, like well, I mean, they'll be the most biased. There will be a little ever. bit of that, but I mean, I can happens, imagine what if, if you both pick someone, or is it like goes in no, order? No, it's order. Like yeah, oh. one one one, and the per- first person obviously gets first pick. Yeah, right. So if it's I don't know, let's say well, who's the best player in the game right now? Dangerfield, maybe Pendlebury. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's the best player <laughs> in the game right now, but he would all be for this. But yeah, let's say it's you know Danger versus Dusty Martin or Fire versus yep. Danger or whatever. And they get first pick. Who they pick? Probably Dusty. They probably set their midfield up first, and then 
yeah, so it's it'd be interesting, like the tactics of of selections. I would I would tune in for that night on on that they could make that a half an hour special on TV of just picking players. That would be. Would you? Want, I would watch that. That'd be pretty cool. That would be. <laughs> They'd awesome. be like, damn it! Yeah. Oh, go get Jack Rewald, I guess. Come and on, the Jack. banter that would come from that, like just giving it to each other, being like, oh, you would take Jake Stringer. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he's please never, don't he's never say. Please don't say give it to, and then say take Jack Stringer. <laughs> I forgot that I'm not a 17 year old. Yeah, I know. Cover, cover. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say cover your, cover your daughter's ears, guys. Um, so I and think that would be something that they should do. They should do it. Ears and ears. It's great for the public. It's great. The players want to do it. Let's just have some fun with it. Like, I reckon it'd be awesome. You're right. And maybe, you can have that on, on, like, say, like, same like an EJ Witten weekend. Like, you can have all of those sort of games on the same weekend, and that could be your buy round. Uh, latest poll says, Chris, you should move on. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, the only other thing I wanted to discuss before we get onto the round review is the idea of um, the new rule trials in the... What? Is, what is, I, I did put out a tweet last night. You're, I you did probably see, saw it because there the was tweet. notifications coming through. I did see the tweet. So just for those who don't follow our Facebook or, or our Twitter, I put Chris, up a... Chris, how about you tell the kind folks where they can find us on Facebook and Twitter? They can. They can find us on... Facebook.com uh, forward slash Supercoach oh, Why don't you Insider. tell them then? Well, you hesitated. <laughs> the he who hesitates. And on Twitter, we are SC underscore Insider underscore... Um, so, yes, go on, Chris. Tell the kind folks what you posted. Yeah, so, of course, the AFL are proposing that they, um, in some dead rubber matches at the end of this year, they want to trial the, the rules that they want to implement for this year. Now, I'll start by saying the reason why they want to do that is because they don't want to go another year without the rules being changed. And the reason is just revenue. So, think about it from a company perspective. And I'm not, I don't agree with this, but they're running the AFL like they would run any company. So why wait 12 months to do something and suffer millions of dollars in losses if they think that they have a solution to recoup that money? So they honestly believe that there is a problem with the game. And I'm not, again, I don't agree with this, but they believe that there is a problem with the game and it visually is not as good as it used to be. Therefore, they want to somehow, and and this is through, in their opinion, more scoring, will get that more visual appealing and style to the football that we watch. Therefore, more people come to games. Therefore, more people watch it on TV. But are they getting like some of the biggest crowds that we've ever had anyway? No, not only in uh, the only ground that has an increase on crowds this year is Optus Stadium because it's, it's brand new and right. and they actually increase their capacity and the members just always turn up. Yeah, uh, but see, I don't know that's it's it's a it really annoys me though because I mean it's not always just a shootout. You know, and people no. love it when it's a shootout where it's just go, 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 but then no one cares about defence. So no shootouts are great if it's goal one side, goal the other side, goal one side, yeah, goal the other right, side, but, but not not if it's 15 goals one at one end of the ground. No one cares how many goals you scored. Whatever happens to like an arm wrestle or something, you know, like yeah. a slog out. Like I like something. those games, yeah. And to me, I think the unique thing about AFL is that you don't know what you get when you go to the footy. You, you could get a 130 points each side, absolute ridiculous thriller that is the probably the best game you'll see, or you could get a 60-point real grind-out hard-fought win playing a lower team. Now, that's not necessarily a bad game of football, in my opinion, but the 100%, the re- they honestly believe that the visual property of the sport is declined, and therefore they want to change things up. Um, I'm more of the opinion in it that... Um, 
I think it's a generational change. I think that it's more likely that kids these days, they just don't love footy as much as they used to and the sport in general. They'd rather be on their iPad or they'd rather be playing Fortnite or whatever they would. Not that Fortnite's bad, but they'd rather be doing other things than playing football or watching football. When I was growing up, and I'm sure when you were growing up, I all I did was either play football or watch football. That's literally all I did on weekends. Yeah, or, or cricket. Or yeah. go down the park, have exactly a hit, right. have a hit or something. Or go go play marks yeah. up in the, in kick, the park kick or Kick something, hit something, tackle something. Yeah, exactly right. So for me, that was life. That was how I grew up. I don't think the kids of the, today are doing the same thing or activities well, as much. Well, yeah, apparently all the uh, the skill level as well yeah. is dropping. Uh, so the recruiters have noticed that the skill level is dropping in generational kids these days. And uh, again, it's probably the exact same thing. They're just not spending, you know, 20 hours a weekend in the park kicking the ball. They're just not as obsessed with football as we were. So... I'll tell you what, though. I don't my, know how they're going to fix that. But my kid will be all Australian because percent <laughs> he'll, he'll be out there. You better believe a, it. He'll be out there kicking a footy, one hundred percent. And I'll be like, mate, you're, what are you what are you doing? No, you're out kicking the footy. He just gets bigger footballs as he get, like every yeah. year. Instead of getting a present, it's just a larger football. Until yeah, he and, gets I'll, a full size and then I'll put some weights in it until he can kick like Kudafiti. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so good. Um, so yeah, look. I'll, or gets stress factors in his foot like yeah. Barney. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, what I have said is this, and I, I, I will continue to maintain this. If they are going to change it, because I do believe they're going to change it. I don't think they're going to let it run because they're a company and they're about money. Um, so I think they are going to change it. And if they are, I'd like to see it. Well, they're about quick fixes and solutions. I mean, yes, I think it's good that they're trialing it for something that they want to implement, right? But, I mean, look at the substitution vest. I mean, how long do we suffer for that That was nonsense? dumb. Yeah, that right? Was but, stupid. but they just make these changes. Oh, this will fix it. Instead of, how about you actually, like, let's research Which it. Which is what they're doing this one. So, with the sub rule, they didn't trial that. They just brought it in, right? That's what they're going to do next year, guaranteed. Is if we don't trial Dimitri it. Dimitrioff or whatever his well, Yeah, what, I don't know, whatever his name. Alex, whatever. No, is it Alex? Wasn't it? Isn't it an actor? Dimitrioff or some crap? I don't even know. Uh, Dimitriou? He's, yeah, he's, know. yeah, yeah, he's dead to me anyway. He's dead to me. <laughs> dead to but me. exactly, they, they they continually bring in rules that they just throw onto the start of the season without trialling them properly or without proper research. Now, I would just like to see it before and so I can voice my opinion. So I can tag AFL on Twitter and be like, hey, I don't like this. And then 8,000 other people can like it and be like, whatever. Now, the thing is... Everyone hates change. That that's a natural human reaction. People don't like change. People like the product. Well, that you they should have. know, Chris. Look at your hair. I know. I don't like changing this as well. That's why I don't like changing the color anymore. Um, so, and the other thing is that, like, let's say that the AFL just was put out a vote to the community. Everyone jump on our website and you can vote. The people that are going to be voting are the people that are going to say no to change because they're the ones vested in the sport right now. But they're not marketing to that. So this is why they're wanting to do trials. They're not marketing to the current fan. They're not marketing to the guy that goes to the footy every week. They're marketing to the generation of kids that are 10 years old watching football and not turning on the TV. That's who they're marketing to. So so having a vote doesn't work. It, like doing a, doing a poll doesn't work. None of that works for, to get what they want to do. So I, that's what I'm saying. If they're going to do it, I'd rather see it. So I'm all for it. But I, I can see why people are saying, no, we shouldn't do it. People are saying, no, they shouldn't do it. Generally speaking, they don't want anything to change. So that's why they're saying that. So, yeah, I think it's change is coming. So there's nothing you can avoid it. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're going to change I think it. I should, yeah, it, it, they'll change it. It's changing something. They're, I guarantee something's changing. I just want to see it before they change it. Because if, if, imagine if they see it and then, oh, everyone's seen it. It'll be the topic of conversation for the next 
four months of off season and it'll put pressure onto the AFL to either A, put it in, or B, don't have it in. Well, I actually quite like, I find it funny how Koshy and that are like, oh, we need to see these videos of trials, and they're like, no. But again, you know, we're not, we're not, you're not seeing shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's stupid. I mean, again, if they have it in a public forum where everyone can see it, then everyone gets the benefits. And I don't. Okay, so the argument is that the lower teams get a leg up. Great. So you're looking at say like a, a West Coast, sorry, West Coast, a um. Western Bulldogs versus St Kilda game or whatever, they get to trial the new rules first, so they get a leg up. Awesome. They are teams that are perennially, generally speaking, obviously Western Bulldogs had recent success, but they're, they're not... Hawthorne? Yeah, I mean... Follow Brisbane, yeah. Yay, leg up. Get a Brisbane in there. Get a Gold Coast in there. Get get these teams that are... Or Carlton, get them to trial this and give so them they, a leg up. They Great. Tried, they tried Fantastic. Carlton, but they couldn't even work out how to play the game anyway so <laughs> that's half the problem mate like oh no, no no Carlton because we'll be like okay so here's the rules and they'll just be running around with their heads cut off anyway so where's the zone again yeah Daisy <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is oh like oh no gosh. I don't like a zone I just get to do whatever I want Jeez, I tell you what, perk it coming over here from Collingwood it's tough being it's tough being a Carlton fan like if you're a Carlton fan right now I can imagine it's only really like being a Lions fan for the last 10 years is right yeah, it's probably, <laughs> uh, but with with more success for oh, Carlton yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, now let's get into the round review. Uh, sorry, I got, I, we sort of I got a little bit off track, but um, oh, before I go, uh, to implications of Supercoach. So I, I did have a think about this. Let's say they do in, introduce these people where the forwards stay in the in their zones at, at stoppage, etc., and it does open up the game. I, I feel like what you will see in terms of Supercoach scoring, is the reverse of what's happening now. So it's only a slight change, but this year especially, it's very noticeable. Def- the, the top defenders are very much uh, averaging a lot more than the top forwards over the year. And it's it's quite noticeable. I think it's about 6 to 10 points per game, um, depending on which players you obviously match up. So I think that will reverse. There's going to be less space for the defenders to just roll off and do whatever they want. But there's going to be more space for the forwards to be able to lead into space, etc. So um, you should see a rise in forwards and a decrease in uh, in defenders. So um, maybe that'll equal it out and make it level across the board in terms of super coach. And it probably won't change much in the scheme. Of well, things. I don't mind the one like if you kick it backwards, it's play on. Like just get it moving. Yeah, I don't, there's a couple of things that I would I actually would like to see, but well, if you kick it back again, play on. Don't do it in the don't do it in the JLT. No one cares. They're all playing like literally the seconds in that in those teams. Like no one cares. Yeah, yeah. and no one watches it. Like I, I do, we do because we're obsessed. But you know the average Joe is not going to watch a JLT game on TV. He doesn't no, give a shit. He's too busy owning a non-successful gym. <laughs> Touchball reference. Oh, that was fair. That was great. That, dude, bring it back. Oh, yeah. dude, you're, you're on fire tonight. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> no one makes me bleed Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I got the shackles in the back. No, but seriously, I got the shackles in the back. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Uh, okay, so St. Kilda versus Richmond. Chris, what did you think of it? Oh, it was one of my traffic. Um, <laughs> like, Especially the first half. I, yeah, I didn't think it was ever going to not be that. Um, it just upsets me again that Dustin Martin decides that now he wants to play football. Now you got you got rid of him. More yeah. Like so a, a little um, sidebar. So when I traded, I traded Dustin Martin out of my team, and when I did so, he was on a nine-game average of eighty-five points per game. So I took the plunge on Taylor Adams uh, with Trelaw going down that he would increase his average, um, and he has. Um, he's actually increased his um, on that. 85 points per game, uh, it, it's increased 17 points per game to go to Taylor Adams. However, 
I didn't anticipate all of a sudden Dusty Martin comes up and he starts doing 120 points per game, which is what he's done for the last three rounds, I believe. So, um, yeah, that's uh, sort of stung in the face a little bit. In, well, in hindsight, that was a bad trade, but nine nine game average of 85, you've got enough data there to make an informed decision. And I went to a guy that actually was performing to a decent level for the right price. And how many trades you got now? Yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I still think that like I would I would do that trade again. Like, you know, you can't I can't predict the future. All I can do is use results of the past to influence my decisions. I'd do the trade again. Yeah, that's fair. Uh very surprising Armitage. Um so let's if you have a look at him, he got the one oh one, right? So he's averaging one oh eight for his last three and one oh six point four for his last five. He's omitted. Yeah, drop well, I I hundred percent know why. Like, hey, he's old. Yeah, and he's old. Well, yeah, he's old, and and look, the the that big brooting uh, midfielder, that's Blake Akers. So that's who they're going to play in that position, hundred percent. So they don't, they can't have a, an Armitage who's you know getting over the hill, rolling through injuries. Yes, he can perform, and he does you know every now and then shoot out a really good game. And I think he's on a, a pretty good heater in the last couple of games. But the future is Blake Akers in that role, and he played fantastic at the start of the season. So um, might be a sneaky draft option, but. No, <laughs> no for you. No, he won't, he won't give he won't give me him back. I already won. Oh, okay. Trade. Someone's already got. I was. No, I, I, I gave him Pollock, and uh, I gave him. Um, I don't even know. Acres, Pollock and Acres both averaging a hundred for Callan Ward, and Callan Ward oh, went dude. on. A, Callan Ward went on a heater. Pollock's been averaging dude. pretty horrible. And so then, this is what happens when and then Acres has been injured for like the, since he got him. This is what happens when someone with draft knowledge or or super coach knowledge or general AFL knowledge plays someone who has no idea what they're doing and just looks at the numbers, right? Well, it looked great. Yeah, he he got <laughs> two one hundred averaging players for one guy averaging like ninety five. Yeah. And then Callum Walsh has come out and gone monster <laughs> for like the last eight rounds or so. Ah, uh, fair enough. Um, so yeah, so that that you know that's that's uh, Armitage, and and I think that that's pretty noticeable. Um, I'm actually quite impressed with Nankervis. He's come back into form a little bit. He had another one eleven. Yep. Short, um, short's still killing it. Yeah, short has absolutely. And I picked up Ellis last week, thinking that he was gonna with Hooli going down. Yeah. And go I said right. no, short will go better no with Hooli being out because yeah. that's what happened when Hooli yeah. got injured. Short was going absolutely nuts. Hey, did you notice that uh, Prestia got a one twenty five, but Kane Lambert's right there with a one oh seven? Yeah, those guys together, it's fantastic. And uh, Jack Higgins with the Rising Star was pretty, uh, pretty great as well. Uh, yeah, pretty special, um, impressive. And the, the, look, uh, it's going to be tough for the Pies to get over them this week. They're, they're just their team in general, like just everyone performs. There's, there's never really a a real underperforming player. So, and St Kilda are, are going to have it tough for the rest of the season, but. Um, yeah, what do you say about the Tigers? They're just too good. Yeah, too good. I'm with you there, and yep. I think they will probably get up over the Pies. Yep. Uh, speaking of the Pies, there's uh, some interesting uh, rehab reports this week. Apparently, the pigeons in a neck brace. Um, <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That was so good. Yeah, Pendlebury bouncing a ball off a bloody pigeon. Uh, but what was even funnier is uh, I, I tuned in for the... Um, was it Sunday, the footy uh, game day on Sunday? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, yes, and Higgins was on. Good old Higgins. He's actually quite funny. Yeah, which, so they, which they showed they showed Jack the, Higgins. Yeah, uh, no, Sean, Sean Sean Higgins, Higgins okay. who was playing on Pendlebury. Yep. Um. So he said they they showed the vision and stuff like that, and then he's like, I wonder if he knew he like bounced it on the pigeon. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like anyway. So the ball goes down to the forward line, and then Higgins is down there, and it says Pendlebury comes up to him. He's like, Did you just see that? And he's like, What do you mean? And he's like, 
I just bounced the ball on a pigeon. And he goes, I'm surprised it came back to me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he saw it. I thought it was quite funny anyway. But, um, yeah, good on Pendlebury. Good on him. Good on him. Nah, I really liked it. Um, yeah. I mean, look, it was, a, it was an awesome... Uh, but Collingwood actually played probably their best four quarters of the year. Um, topped, of course, by a joy to go, which was great. Um, he, I mean, he, he actually started He started the first centre bounce in the, in the centre square and then moved forward at times. He was playing more midfield this week than he did in previous weeks. Um, he's going to be impossible to replace, and I think him out pretty much puts them out of contention, um, especially with the ins. So they have, uh, and we'll talk about this later, but um, Callum Brown and Darcy Moore in, None of them are uh, going to be able to replace Jordan Ngoi. So uh, pretty much impossible to do so. Um, Taylor Adams did got a nice 125, so a great POD. But again, 14 points below Dustin Martin, who got 139. Um, Pendles has improved and has he's on a heater. Yeah, especially um, with Trelaw out. Yeah, he's abs- responsibility. Yeah, he's really, really... Well, he's, he's lavishing being a, a prime mover in the midfield again. Um, Grundy actually had a bit of a down week, but still managed a 113, so... Uh, yeah, if that's going to be your down weeks, then yeah, sure. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, and my check as well with the 101 was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, the whole team really performed well. I'd say on the um, on the north side, there wasn't too many winners on the day, but uh, Robbie Tarrant did take some uh, some nice marks back there. So for a 113. So yeah. he's a great and, draft option. And Goldie's been keeping on a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. Position. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, gold oh, stairs. I, I don't know if you saw uh, Ben Cunnington, but um, put on about 15 Donagus during the match. I don't think he barely got tackled. Um, and people were just bouncing off him. Like, he's just so wide. Do you think he was overdoing it? <laughs> no. Do you, do you think he was cunning? <laughs> he possibly was, yeah. You're right. Well, he did get the ton. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. Uh, well done. You, you, I don't know if you plan some of these or if it's just your natural humor, but either way, I'm going to high five it's it. It's my natural humor, yeah. and it does backfire a lot. Um, so I'm glad that uh, Sean Higgins came back down to earth with a 92. That's nice for uh, a lot of people who didn't uh, yeah. get on that train. Ben Brown, well held as well. Uh, only got a, what, 50? By Jeremy Howe. Yeah, well, he can... I thought as soon as Darcy Moore went him. out... He leaped him, though. Yeah. He, he reads the ball better, so he just reads the ball off the boot and then just gets in front or matches him in the air. Uh, the week before, he was absolutely murdered one-on-one, absolutely got killed by West Coast. So maybe, you know, he <laughs> reviewed the tape and went, yeah, maybe I need to step up here. But when Dar- as soon as Darcy Moore went out last week... Uh, sorry, uh, as a late out, I was like, no, nah, the game's done. We, there's no way we're going to be able to contain uh, Majak Door and Ben Brown. There's no way. We don't have the height. And, yeah, I was just super impressed with Jeremy Howe. So, yeah, claps to, to Jeremy Howe. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much that game in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I was the best. Stop. Great game. Did you watch this game? I did watch it. Oh. Well, well um, I think... Actually, no, I watched most of it. I think I fell asleep for a few yeah. minutes, but no. Uh, the first quarter, I was like, oh, game over. Yep, 100%. I was yep. like, here comes. I was like, here we go. Oh, I was like, no, they're, they're doing really well. Flogging. And then all of a sudden, Sydney went on like this nice little roll. This is the Sydney G- uh, GC yes. game, by the way. And they just, um, yeah. All the, kids, all the kids turned up. It's like, I don't, even Sydney's midfielders did, didn't play terribly. I mean, you got Parker with a 125 that was very effective. And uh, thank you for Parker for having another great week. Um, even Josh Kenny had a 111. Um, they're, like, they're a new... New best defender in Alir Alir had a 117. You got, yeah, he was my one-week draft special. Yeah, Lloyd still had 103. Like, their, their key movers and key players still played well. I'll tell you what the issue was, Chris. They got to quarter time in the lead, and then everybody else is like, well, they're like, someone's going to do it. You know, and, like, the game's in the bag. Uh-huh. 
everything's done. And then all of a sudden, you know, Gold Coast started coming out and they started doing well and then kind of match them in the scoring. And you know what Sydney did? Oh, someone will, someone will do it. Yeah. Someone else will do it. Someone else. It's not their responsibility to work together. It's like, oh, someone else will do it. Someone else will win the ball. Someone else will win the game. This game, it's still it's still okay. It's still okay. Someone else can do it. Someone else can do it. And then they got rolled. Do you reckon uh, Horse was a bit long in the face after that? Or oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would not want to be versus no. Sydney this week. No, you would not. You do not want to be anywhere near Sydney right now. Um, so, look, congratulations, Gold Coast. Um you know, Aaron Seven, Young. Seventeen dollar odds, I think it was. Oh, it would have been. Uh, it was according to Sportsbet. Wasn't the, the biggest underdog performance? Yes, of the and last then not only that, or, I think. Uh, or uh, I think some of these are bullshit though. Sometimes. Yeah. But apparently, at quarter time, when they were like behind by so much, it was like a hundred and something it to been, one. It would have been something stupid. Yeah, it was like a hundred yeah. to one or hundred and something to one. People put like five bucks and ten bucks on it. Who would do that? Idiots. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't condone gambling too much, but that's a loose bet. That's just throwing away five bucks. Yeah, like who's gonna know that? Like maybe at halftime when they've come back, I don't know. Um, Lockie Weller was super impressive. Yeah. So finally showing that he's actually got some talent up his sleeve, kicking goals from outside fifty and uh, running and carrying with the ball. I thought that was really good. Um, having Jared Lyons back was really good. I thought it was really important. Um, I'm really, I love their ins this week and I love that Heron actually stayed. But um, they did have a couple of unfortunate injured outs. So Crossley's out, um, and we'll go through the rest of the outs. But well, why isn't Hanley back? I don't know. He's but played like two or three games now. Yeah, for Fiorini is back, which is fantastic. So I picked him up in draft. So if you're looking for another draft option, Fiorini, if he's uh, just sitting around, uh, get him in. I think he's a, a great little option, even off the bench. Um, so yeah, uh, Barlow had 50 disposals last week and can't get a can't get a gig. Yeah. 50 disposals. I know he's old. Oh mate, but um. Yeah, it was, it was, look, it was a good game to watch and definitely, I mean, in these sorts of games, the commentators definitely get up for the underdog, don't they? I wonder and they Aaron- were cheering for Gold Coast to win. Oh, for sure. I wonder where Aaron Hall's going to be next year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He won't be at Gold Coast. If you nah. make it to round 18 and you don't have a contract in front of you... Nah. No way. He's, he's not. He's, he's gone. I think it's more the coach doesn't like him, to be completely honest. Oh, I'm with you. I I'm with you. Just... I think he's he's already made up his mind. I think yep. he's going to make some tough decisions. And I think they're just going to they're going to load up because this is a talent draft pool. Yep. They're going to load up this year. If you don't want to be there, see you later. We're going to load up. Tom they, Lynch, they where's he again. going? Oh, Collingwood. I hate to say it. <laughs> I don't think he will. Or Richmond. I actually think he's more likely to go to Richmond than Collingwood. I think I think Richmond have more uh, money to be able to pay him. I think um, if Collingwood are to get him on board, it's a massively back-ended contract. Because there's the Chris Main money and the Wells money that are tied up for the next one to two years, um, and then that frees up quite a lot of cash. But I think that over the next, um, over this year and maybe next year, that contract will be four hundred grand. So yeah, he would have to be um, it'd have to be massively back ended. So yeah, maybe he doesn't like that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from the Gold Coast, but <laughs> they like experimenting with things. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to the next game then. And it was so Essendon uh, Frio. Yes. So did you catch any? Of the, I love uh, Arazi old Fantasia getting a one thirty three. Huge. Uh, I think kicked five snags. Well, this um, game was actually very close. Yeah, it was a very close game. I did check out a little bit of it, and then um, just at the end, like Essendon just rolled them. So it was very touch and go. Uh, Freeman led at half time, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on, guys?" Like I tip Essendon. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going on? Surely not. Surely not. Um, and I think at the end of the day, Fremantle have the 
because of the, the, the they have a squad that's so young, it's just now running out games. They've got enough talent to get them in the fight. You know, they've got the some really, really good players. You Neil, your Walters. Um, I, I thought that um, having Michael Johnson in there up forward, kicking a couple of snags, especially early, was a little bit interesting. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, Nathan Wilson's you know, been performing quite well. David Mundy's you know, stepped up a bit. So you do have, like, some really high-end talent in the list, but most of them are guys that are just coming through and just performing a role on a weekly-week basis. And because they're so young, performing that for four, four, four quarters is just going to be tough right now. Hasn't Andy McGrath been a disappointment for those expecting uh, him to go 90-plus average? I'm so glad. I, you know, I was almost looking – I was looking at him, obviously, in the preseason and thinking – yeah, With all right. that hype, another player getting well, more I, midfield time. Remember? I had him in my. Remember, I had him as pegged as a, a potential breakout, so I had him in draft. So I, I had him selected on my draft team. Yeah, he's more disappointing than Parrish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Darcy Mini is getting the game. <laughs> um, and look, yeah, I mean, Essendon again beat they, they sort of beat up and rolled over the top of them in the end, but. Um, Devin Smith with a 122. Um, he's leading the lead for league, league for tackles. Um, and I think he's like the highest ever to this point in the season. So he may break the all-time tackle record. He'll be, be, he'll be cool. All-Australian. Uh, for the pressure, the stats. I not, th- not super coach. The, the problem is where do you put him? Because I, I, I'm not a fan of him being in the team. If it, he's, he's a midfielder. He's played in midfield all year. He hasn't really played forward. And so if they put him in as a, in a full pocket role, I'd be like, it's just a farcical list. Why don't you just, just grab a bunch of midfielders and just say, that's the All-Australian team. I don't think he's in the yeah. top five or, sorry, top six mids. He might have he's played in, in the, the top po- eight. He might have played in the forward pocket once. <laughs> yeah. Kicked a few snags. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but no, no be I, like I, Dangerfield full forward, Dusty Martin forward pocket. Is he in the top eight mids in the league right now? I don't think you can say that. I don't think so. So I don't reckon he's... Squad? I think it is, there's there's merit there to say, hey. There's yeah. merit there. Well, he's everywhere apparently at the moment. So, um, but yeah, no, I don't think I don't think you can say that he's comfortably all Australian or anything. Merit is on definitely a good heater. 118 for the last three, 117 for the last five. He's really come good the back end of the Yeah, because he's got, as soon as no one pays attention to him, it's like Zorko, 100%. They're the same. If anyone comes within three meters of them, they shake and they panic and they drop the ball. As soon as uh, they well, if he's all go, he shakes, he panics, and then he grabs his all, uh, grabs his ankles. <laughs> he does, yes. <laughs> he does. I've seen it at the coffee. and and then shuts down Ben on for a coffee. I've seen it at the coffee line. <laughs> apparently, he has. You're, um, you're within. You're within my bubble. Can you? Can you please get out of no, my apparent, bubble? Apparently, apparently the Byron Bay coffee douche is like the thing to do now. Oh, really? <laughs> Cleans the nostrils. Stings the nostril. <laughs> I can just I can just imagine you just being the the reason why he actually denied you the entire time was because you were just standing so close because you're so nervous. You're like, oh, maybe if I, you know, I'll just I'll just bump. Oh, I'll casually bump him, and then all of a sudden he just bails. Oh, because too much pressure. That's why he denied. The I was one of those awkward people standing like two centimeters behind him. Yeah, exactly. Just staring at him, just uh, waiting for him to turn around. No. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, Essendon proved again at the end of the day that they can't, they, they can beat on weaker teams and they can not really beat the strong teams at this point in time. Yes. So, especially with the, I mean, they've, they've had, everyone's had injuries, but yeah. Well, um, I think it's interesting that they're favourite this week against Sydney. It's at Etihad Stadium. No way, really? Yeah, yeah it's uh, 177 to 2 There is no way. At Etihad. And Sydney like Etihad um, too. I'm not 
tipping Essendon this week. There is no chance. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously hadn't had a look at the uh, post-match press conference well, with, with it's, John Longmire. It's, yeah. Well, funnily enough, it, like Port Adelaide were big favourites and GWS were $2.45. And I was like, that's going to be my upset, especially um, when I think GWS lost... Oh, no, so Port Adelaide lost... Um, Right before, yeah, yeah. I uh, know, and someone else before the game as well. I think it was Motlop or someone stupid. Oh yeah, uh, it, was, it was a la- it was a very late out, yeah, wasn't it? And yeah, um, yeah I was like, oh, this will be my upset of the round. And then I check out tipping comp, and like seven or eight people tip GWS. Really? Yeah. I had it on Port, yeah, and so I, I thought that I had it on GW. I told you this, but I thought that well, I had Patty Ryder out. As soon as Pipe being... Ryder was out, I was like, GWS will win that game, but I didn't change my tip. So from Thursday to Sunday, I didn't check my tips. Rookie. That's just like me and my normal super coach team. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just, oh, I'll just leave the captain from last week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Although, speaking of that, uh, it's not quite yet, but Titch just went absolutely nuts. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane and Adelaide. Um, they actually gave Adelaide a good shake, I thought. Uh, here, here's a funny thing, though, right? So, Brisbane, uh, they really matched... Went to this game. Well, they, they, they matched it with them. Um, the game was decided in the second quarter. So, the Lions were winning. For the first quarter and a half. Yep. And then they had a lapse where they conceded like four to five goals. Yeah. And and then after that, they were chasing their tail and then they kind of got close without, you know, quite saying, capturing it. I was saying this earlier that, that they just couldn't get the kick to get them within a kick. So they were always at two goals out. Yeah. And then they bridge it. And then Adelaide they would get it, them yeah. three goals and then they'd get a goal back and then they get a three goal lead and yeah. then they get a goal back. But they never really got to that last kick until after the siren, right? Yeah. If they had just gotten to that point, they may have been able to put enough pressure onto Adelaide to get them to crumble. Or just don't fold yeah. when you're ahead in the second quarter. But- because Adelaide were two people down in the last quarter, so they had Lockie Murphy go off with a broken nose, cleaned up by Cutler, uh, Cutler who's got two weeks. Well, it's funny because, um, yeah, he really cut his nose open. <laughs> he, <laughs> Cutler by name. There was so much blood. Cutler by name, oh, Cutler by nature. It was as much blood there as there was um, when, so on the weekend, Jeremy Howe, mm. Um, in the, I don't know if you saw this moment in the game, there was a lot of blood rules on the day. I think Scott Thompson broke his nose very early, oh, yeah. off like four times, <laughs> and this is, this is bleeding everywhere. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. It's just blood coming out everywhere. Um, but it, there's huge amount of blood. So Jeremy Howe in the back pocket, uh, Zebel's in a, in a good position and, and tries to sort of body him out of the out of the fall of the ball. And Jeremy Howe does Jeremy Howe things and jumps early and puts his arms up and just elbowed him in the face. It was definitely accidental in the market contest. But elbows him right across the... Uh, Zebel? Yeah, Zebel, yeah. <laughs> and right across the uh, his eyebrow, and it was piercing out blood. I don't think I've ever seen, like, so much blood from a contact injury like that. It was just, like, a simple elbow. So what? Just so so Z- split so him Zebel right put open. his arm up, but Howe went early. Howe went early. Both of the mark yeah. both jumped. Howe went early and jumped at him, so body spoiled, but also to grab the mark. Yeah. Um, and he, his, his right elbow... Hit, hit Zebel hit right across the um, <laughs> yeah and um, there was just blood everywhere it was like like instantly like it was just yeah insane I've never seen so much blood so quickly from a, a simple contact injury yeah, so right. yeah like unless it's like an MMA fight where you just yeah you know actually makes sense causing harm but Cut yeah the elbow. interesting but yeah so who else went off for the, for the um for the crow oh Dodi so he got knocked out um, yeah, and he's out and for this week. To be honest, uh, so for those watching the game, I personally thought he ducked. So, yes, the, the, the tackle went high, but that's why the umpire called play on because he he didn't see the um, the person coming till late and then as he saw him just went and dropped his knees. Um, like, that's what they're trying to get out of the game. 
So he got knocked out. Cop your whack and you'll probably won't do it next time. Yep. He sh- what he should have done is see the guy coming. Instead of ducking, he should raise his body up, get his hands yeah. in the air, Arms up so he can handball the ball. Yeah. I'm with you. I am with you. Um, so interesting. Witherden, again, he's had a few big games. This is his best score of the season. Yep. I actually looked into Witherden this week because I wanted to see how good his year's been because we, we said anything could happen with Witherden in the offseason because we, there's just not enough of a sample. We had nine games and an 87 average. So I had a look today, and he's literally averaged 87 for the entire year. Oh. So he's averaging exactly what he averaged across last year. Except started horribly. He started horribly, and he actually is on a nice little three and five game run at the moment. So um, it would be nice if he sort of averaged around about that 90 this year. Yeah. I think he could definitely 100% be a massive target next year yeah, for yeah. a lot of Supercoach teams. So someone to watch. Well, he's, he's very Lloyd-esque, yeah. I feel. Yeah, and. You'll notice that the Lloyd scoring pattern over the last few years has been around, you know, 80, 80 to 90, 80 to 90, 80 to 90, and then bang, this year's just an outlier. Um, so I'll be interested to see if he does that next year. I don't know if you can pick Lloyd next year. He's going to be so expensive to start with. Yeah, just wait for him to have a little lull patch like he did at the start of the year. Um, yeah, so uh, Zorko 106, Steffi 117, Gardner, probably one of the best games he's actually played as well. And um, That 117 from Martin was a really important 117. It's one of the only times that he's been able to outscore Grundy in a weekend. Goldstein only got a 102. Gorn got a 93. Yeah, so and also this- Jacob's only got a 68. Yeah. So Steph really limits the rucks against him. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, something definitely to note. Um, Crouch with a 112 was really good um, in my draft team. I really enjoyed that. That was yep. nice. Led 111 and Greenwood is still flourishing with uh, some midfielders out. Yeah, but he actually played a lot of the game forward. I think he kicked four goals on the night. So yeah, Against Brisbane, it's not too hard. Yeah, true that. Uh, um, and apparently Sloan got stepped on. Um, yeah, Sloan. Did he really? Yeah, someone stepped on him, so he's uh, flared up his foot. Oh, but no. it's more from a contact than it is from... So he like, hasn't been listed as out there. No, he's, yeah. he's playing. But they're like, calm down, everyone. Like, if someone stands on your foot, you're going to be pretty fucking sore. Fair enough. So, yep. Lay off. See how apparently. we go. It, well, at the end of the day, I thought it was a great contest. And I think that Brisbane are definitely on the rise. Oh, speak about um, the game of the round. We'll just move on. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> uh, Brisbane are definitely on the rise. And I uh, shouldn't have interrupted you because I do like to hear those things. Uh, game of the round. Geelong and Melbourne. I had definitely. a friend of mine that was out... In a club, Neil, uh, out in a club. And he loves he loves, loves his Melbourne. His Melbourne. So to the point where oh, no, he, he, I think he watched some of it at home then went out. Must have been an early club. But he's refreshing it and it's like, you know, it's like 32 minutes or 33 minutes, whatever it is. He's like, the siren must be about to go. Like, refresh, 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 refresh. Next thing, refresh, full time, demons are loose. He's like, no! <laughs> like full yells out. Oh no, that that's that's oh. sad. That's upsetting for him. Yeah, I got a text. I feel being bad like, for him. Fucking D's. <laughs> um, oh wow, though. So interesting note. So Tom Hawkins with a one forty and seven goals. Might I add, had the highest scoring single quarter of the year for Supercoach. So his last quarter where he kicks four goals and basically won them the game. It was the highest individual quarter score of the entire year for Supercoach. Wow. Yeah. Hawkins has actually had a great year. Um, he has, and he's on a heater at the moment. He's actually the number one Huge. ranked in-form forward right now yep. in the entire Supercoach. Huge. So, Ablett also went up by about 60 points, I think, in the last quarter. Yeah, they just turned it up. And, I mean, you know, oh, 50 I, by the way, I think Dangerful's smart with the free kicks that he, the free kick that he got. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, look. Milked it. There are, okay, so people definitely play the, play, uh, the umpires, essentially. And I'm not saying it's in the spirit of the game. 
But you'll notice that smart footballers use it to their advantage. And What's the happened, smart it's footballers happened before. Are, yeah. It's not the first time that people have played for a free 100%. kick. 100%. Dane Swan, I remember one night I was watching Dane Swan and we were one goal down with two minutes to go and at a contest, he, he knows someone's on his hammer. He knew the ball was there and he, he literally faked to grab it and then grab it and dived on it and the guy went straight into his back and then they got a free kick and kicked the goal and won the game. Like, that's a smart play. Like, that's smart footballer. That, Dangerfield is a smart footballer. Joel Selwood's a smart footballer. Um, Duncan, he's a, he's ball use. a smart footballer. He does it too. Duncan's ball use. He was the one that kicked it Duncan, inside 50. unreal. To, to his advantage, to, to his advantage, to run and leap out in front to his advantage. He was also the one that kicked it's it hard. to Taylor. Yeah. He was the one that kicked it to Taylor feel, when he marked I it up. I feel bad though. It, like, if, you're thinking, if you're Melbourne, if you're in Melbourne's position, who do you leave? So you can't be on everyone like tight at a contest like that, right? Who do you leave free to deliver that ball? Duncan gets on the end, who's probably the best kick in their team, but they've got, all right, well, if it's not him, it's Ablett. If it's not him, it's Dangerfield. Yeah, if it's not him, it's Selwood. Like, you know, where are you winning out of this? Even Tim Kelly well, the, is used. The problem was really on, on the replay, though. So Melbourne was so in tight to try and win the ball. They had too many in tight. So then on the spread, once Geelong got on the outside, nobody was over on the wing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, no right. one was there. And then no one and then no one that was at the centre stoppage, no one was pushing with Hawkins up through the midfield. Yep. So they were on the goal side of their opponent. So then, it's, you know, it's... You can't cover everything. And I, watch, I did yeah, watch... Jordan um, Lewis was... Um, did you watch that on AFL playing 360? The space, yeah, playing the space in the middle and not yeah. getting up. So he said, literally on AFL 360, that um, they went through that in the review. And at the time, his thinking was, if I'm the opposition, I'm going straight up the middle with that kick. So he let the space out wide because he was of the opinion that the ball would come infield and he wanted to be there to yeah. repel the attack. Um it obviously didn't unfold that way. They found the uncontested mark on the wing. They switched in after him, and that the rest is history. But I can't blame him for that. Like, oh no, I don't think it was his fault. I think it's, you know, I mean, the people that were after him as well, like the ones that are like, oh, you know, tired legs, letting someone get on the goal side and then just pushing down the field. Yeah, and then them not actually working their ass off to try and cover it. But can I say a shout out to uh, Reese Stanley for limiting Max Gorn to a ninety three when. Everyone was big on Max Gorn. Everyone was saying it was going to be a massive score. Um, he's going to absolutely tally him up, and I was one of them. I, 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 I said you, I, I had him on a VC, and I thought hey, it's got to be Max Gorn as VC this oh, week. I went VC, so I was going to go Dusty as VC. Oh yeah, I literally had him as VC, and I was like, oh, but Franklin could go a one eighty this week against Gold Coast. Oh, the Franklin. Yeah, the old Franklin. Yeah, Franklin's on the average ninety three now. Yeah, that hurts. And I brought him in at 100 average. Well, what did we say, 90? We said 90, I, I think, think we the start said of the him year. dropping, yeah. Basically, average 90. And then he had a massive one. game in round one, and then everyone got on him. Yep. Everyone was going, oh, go Franklin, go Franklin. And I, I held, held strong. His average has gone bang, 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 bang since. I think he's. I'd love to see how many tons he's hit this year. I don't reckon he's been nearly as good as last year. Anyway, let's get off the Franklin Still, still games to game. Um, he really impressed with Andrew, Bra- uh, sorry, Angus Brayshaw, and congratulations for signing a four-year contract. Yes. So, I mean, a guy that we said at the start of you was one concussion away from never playing football No, I'll tell you again. what, I was actually just thinking, he'll be able to sleep easy tonight, and that's not because of his concussions. <laughs> 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 It'll be a fresh change. Oh, that's fantastic. That's uh, really Oliver smashing the again. contested ball. Can't stop Beast. him. Absolute bull. I, like, if you're not tagging Oliver, what are you doing? Like that is, honestly, if you're playing Melbourne, tag Oliver. Their their ball movement and their extraction 
literally dries up, especially when they don't have um, Jack Vining as well. All of a sudden, there's no one extracting the ball. He's as good as Cripps, in my opinion, and slightly younger. He's one year younger? Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Absolute awesome player. Absolute beast. I'd kill to have him at Collingwood. Uh, speaking of guns, Titch, uh, oh. 192 <laughs> as this captain. Guy. Yep. Yeah, for he sure. was. Well, how, how's that about? How's that about? You know, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but the um, the pregame. So they're saying, oh, so what's your plan for Tom Mitchell? Do you like tag him or do you just back your guys in? And like, oh, we'll just back our guys in and, you know, we're going to wait and see what he does. <laughs> as to as to like, they never gave him an ounce of pressure. We're gonna wait and see what he does, and if he's if he's affecting like getting score pressure or you know like affecting the scoreboard and stuff, then we might change our game plan and stuff. He kicked like, his mate, goals late though, but yeah, you're, you're Carlton. Why would you not put any pressure? They put Kernow on someone else. They put him on. They put Kernow Isaac. on Smith. Isaac Smith. Yeah, yeah, mate. <laughs> I I know. Titch. Well, he had a. I think he had a ridiculous first quarter. He had. Uh, he was on. Um, it was almost on 100 at halftime, wasn't he? He was. But he had a massive last quarter because he had uh, two goals in the last quarter, I believe. So, And he set a few up. He, but he was in everything. Every time the ball was moved forward by Hawthorne, and it was a one-sided game. Like, it was just all Hawthorne. Like, Carlton barely got off the ground. I think in the first half, they only had one goal, I believe. I'm going to say this, Chris. It's going to be hard at this point in time to pass on Titch as pick number one next year. In draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, you'd have to be a ballsy player to not get him. I mean, the only other... I know Fife and Gorn. Danger, but yeah, Gorn and Grundy will go, but I don't like getting rucks in the first round of the draft, no. like in a 10-man league. But then you don't want to leave them if you're like, if you're and, late, and if, especially if you're middle to late, you'd have to, because you don't want to leave it for the, the second round for yeah, the... Yeah, like me. Yeah. I'm always just coming in the, with a late the back end. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for that. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, I think I think you might be right. I think that, um, that well, you can't really go past his consistency. No, I think he's what had two scores under hundred for the whole year. Been very consistent. I know Danger's been okay, but he hasn't really hit any highs. Nah. He's playing a lot forward. Five Five has body issues now and then, but he's still a gun scorer. But yeah, he also let you down with some low scores now and Titch, then as well. Titch but just got to be a lock. He comes up every week. If you don't tag him, he gets a one fifty. Like. Yeah, he's, he just gets the, gets the ball, and it, it looks it looks like he's averaging one thirty right now. So it looks like he might be able to average about one twenty-five. We said at the start of the preseason that he would have to re-break his possessions record to be able to increase his scoring, and he did it. He's doing it. Yeah, well, he hasn't done it yet, but he's he's literally doing. It. He's had forty possessions in like eight games or more, or something like that. Like that's a, again, it's another record. Like he's breaking possession records again. Crazy. So he's just getting better. He's doing it. You're doing Peter. it. You're doing it. Um, yeah. So and Bruce and Poppy, the small forwards. Small forwards are go killed. to town against Carlton. Anyone's just going to town. I was actually quite impressed. So Cripps had attention and was tagged and even copped a, a punch in the face. Yeah. But he still managed to pull up a one twenty two. It's just weight of numbers because he's the only one in there getting the ball. And sometimes his possessions were, and even handballs were getting intercepted, cut off. He actually wasn't having a great game in terms of impact. Oh, but it was just the weight of numbers and the only person doing it for Carlton. Uh, has Mark Murphy still unsigned? No, he signed. He did sign. Yeah, he signed a two-year extension. Uh, good on him. Not that he should. No, I, he, if I was him, I would have gone. Uh, so would I. But then it's kind of that he's been for them for but so long. And is Mark Murphy even captain? a good midfielder anymore? No. I, I, I wouldn't even put him in the top 100 players in the AFL right now. Yeah, look, he's a good he's a good player, but he's a good support player. Yeah. You need someone. I wouldn't even say. I reckon he had out of out of all of his years at Carlton. I reckon one year he was really good, and then outside of that, it's just been mediocre, below average, injured. 
<laughs> in that order? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, right. Um, uh, I thought um, Lope actually had a fairly good game first in. Um, yep, I do as well. Interesting. And Segler, uh, 102. So for those that picked up those ruck options, uh, not a bad option at all. So, yeah, um, yeah it was really one-sided. I'm surprised Gunston didn't tear up as much. Uh, played yeah, well, forward early. You know, yeah, that was interesting. I th- we thought that he was going to play defense, behind yeah. the ball. He played forward. Um, and the like, it literally, Luke Bruce was so open that the, why even kick it to anyone else? Like, they just <laughs> well, like, you know, you know why they probably it. played him in the forward line because it, yeah, they're looking at Carlton's forward line. Like, oh, we don't need him in defence. Yeah, probably. The, the ball's not going to be there anyway. Yeah, exactly. It'll <laughs> just be yeah, gutting carpet. Oh man, it was it was yeah it was, it was a it was a bad game to watch unless you literally had Tom Mitchell as captain and then you're like loving every this possession. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm with you there. Uh, West Coast and the Bulldogs. Um, basically, one sided affair again. Yeah. Uh, Yo, killing it. Um, Shuey, not too bad again. Redden holding Yo, his own. Yo's having an all Australian year, in my opinion. I think his yep. impact around the ball. I think that there. I think him and Gaff will probably be all Australian, but I think Yo's impact around the ball is unbelievable. Considering how much they won by, like I was actually quite lucky in draft because I had Johannesson who got a one thirteen, oh, Wallace dude, who got a one oh three, and big part it, players off the waiver that are yeah, just, I got Crozier <laughs> who got a ninety five, and I'm like, boom, I need someone for a week, so I got a Lira Lira and Crozier, and then I won. Yeah, uh, I know, uh, beat you. you beat me. Yeah, yeah but yeah, like two, with, two, how much? With, Come on, no, no, it was one hundred and fifty. Yeah, one hundred fifty. I thought I I was until well, I still had a chance. You did right up until um, Hutchings was tagging uh, McRae. McRae. As so, Chris's captain, oh so my good. Gosh. What, what are the like? And I just see him go. And, and you know when I first noticed, so I'm watching his score. And I'm like, he's had six possessions, but he's only got 15 score. That's a little bit interesting. Of course, it's because all of his possessions are real like high pressured, and he just doesn't have any time and space. And I'm just like, oh, this is not going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I knew early, and then uh, I, I didn't actually. I watched the first quarter, and then I watched um, the equalizer too. So, uh, oh, how was it? Oh, it's really, really good. Yeah. All right. Sidebar. I, I really like the first one. And it's just, it's the it's same, same movie pretty much, but just set differently. So, Sweet. yeah, it's really cool. Very cool. I'll have to go see it this weekend. Uh, Hearn was a little bit disappointing with a 72. Yeah. Well, that, again, that was the, one of the guys that was really good for me, not scoring great. Yeah, right. Because, and Simpson, the same. Yeah, yep. Simpson as well. So, those guys, and I think Howe as What's well. What's Dom Sheed? He was listed. I raked him big time. So did Can't you. Can't kick the football. I picked him over Redden. Cannot kick the football. But he's not even getting an opportunity. He's just dudding it up. They're dropping him every second week. Because he can't kick the football. He can find the ball, but he doesn't know how his, his decision-making is poor and his foot skills are bad. He's a great waffle player, and I think that's all he'll ever be. I, I, I honestly don't think he's in their best 22 some weeks. Well, he's not. Some weeks he's out. Yeah, well, he's true. in and out. He's uh, all over the place. So yeah, I, I, I don't I, know. I, if they've got, to, if they could get trade value from him, I, I would trade him to a different club. I don't think that uh, he will never go though. Like Collingwood, the, mate. Collingwood nah, could use. Collingwood we've could got use guys. That can't kick, mate. Yeah, James Ash. Yeah. Adam Trelaw. <laughs> yeah, oh, true. Jesus. True, true, true. Uh, okay, so we'll just move on from that one. And the last game of the round, Port and the Giants. What a Awesome game until the last couple of minutes where yeah, uh, GWS kicked a couple of goals and it was it was game over. Well, GWS out of the gates, nice and fresh. Um, yep, and can, uh, I'll tell you what. Okay, so uh, Tom Morgan's had that massive quarter. Coniglio almost equaled that. So Coniglio had six clearances in a row in the final quarter when the game was on the line. Literally, was just I was like, who's on him? He just kept tallying it up. Josh Kelly started slow and just powered on. So when Kelly and Caniglio are on fire like that, I don't know how you're going to, like, they've got that much talent. Like, what are you going to do? Like, 
Uh, like what you what can you do? Your midfielders aren't that good, like uh, Port Adelaide. Like they just don't have the same talent. Um, Dawson Simpson was obviously was rucking against uh, Ollie Wines at times. That's why he had a massive game, one twenty-one. Great, good on you, anyone that jumped on him from a Nick Nat trade. I just didn't have the balls. I, I don't know what's going to happen when Jeremy Cameron comes back if he's in. Yeah, inside, that was so, it for me. Um, so that's that's me. Um, uh, one thing I will say is I was really disappointed. Slash, I was okay with it, but he sure had ninety-four, which was serviceable. He sure had 10 clangers, five of which were free kicks against. That's insane. So think about he sure's score of 94. And I think a free kick is what negative four is it or negative three, something like that. Yeah, yeah, four. So there's at least 30 to 40 points that he just left on the table from clangers and free kicks. That's insane. So thank you. He sure for being an absolute idiot and just turning the ball over at will. I think he had 28 positions and 20 kicks. He had a good game, but just yeah. I, I sent him an email <laughs> this week, Chris, and, and here's the reason. And no, no, oh, I, hold I, up for Ben's I, email I, segment. Yes, my my email segment, and I I now believe I was justified in letting him go, Chris. Oh yes, do I said, mate, what's it's up? with- Ninety four is better than zero. No, no, I, I do. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Shut up, Chris. So I was very concerned because I know you were messaging me saying he's sure because I had him in draft, and you're like he's doing well, but he's so many clangers, so many clangers, and I was like, right. So I had a look at all his games in the past sort of ten, right. Heaps of clangers. So I sent him an email, Chris, and I said, Hita Shaw, dot, 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 P.S. I'm sorry, dot, 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 do you or do you not have Parkinson's? <laughs> Why is that Parkinson's? He's just shaking all over the place. He can't kick the ball anymore, mate. He keeps clanging it. He drops it onto his boot and it hits the side of the boot. I don't know if that's PC. <laughs> <laughs> can we joke about Parkinson's? I don't know, can oh, we? Oh, yeah, we're joking about everything else. I'm, I'm not sure where that line... I'm not sure where that sits on the line with me. Maybe right. that's not on the level. Maybe it is. <laughs> if, if, it might have, on the level. if it might have offended you, Chris, I think maybe we just take that <laughs> one back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm concerned. Um, one thing... Oh, he actually... I do apologize. So, and, and in Heater's defense, one of those free kicks was actually a deliberate rush behind which was an absolute rubbish call, by the way. So the ball's running away, running away, running away, running away, and he's he, he gathers it just before the line and runs it through. Like, okay, what's he going to do? Turn on a dime? Like, he can't... Like can't, can't turn, He's Chris. literally not going to be able to do that. That's physically impossible. He was about to run into the pole, and he ran in on the inside instead of the outside, and then he got called for deliberate. I was like, you're kidding me. And it cost a goal. So I'd, I'd like to see how much um, uh, Supercoach he lost for that because that was in the fourth quarter as well. So Sorry, I'm still cracking myself up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. So bad. Um, I do apologize, everybody. Um, yes. No, you're good. Uh, interestingly, um, the highest averaging uh, forward right now in Supercoach is Justin Wessoff. Did you know that? No. 100%. So the only, uh, well, of course, that um, Sicily's gone now. Well, you so only, got an 80, he only got an 82, so what, yep. everyone else, everyone the fell highest off. overall averaging forward of everyone's the year. Everyone's fallen off the, off the wagon. Everyone's just had some bad weeks, and it's he's averaging 102, and that's the highest averaging forward right now for the year. So the only person above him is Sicily, who's averaging 105, but obviously he's not playing anymore for the year. Oh, yeah. Robbie Gray, so, 101.5. Yeah, not too far away. And there's a bit of a log jam of players between 102 and 95. Yeah, right. But, yeah, so um, anyone who's on West Off Train like myself, I actually thought that he was going to have a 140. 
because I thought he'd be in the ruck a lot more. I know. I saw you messaging somebody on our um, Facebook page. Yeah, I was. I was. I almost. I almost. I was like, oh, maybe I'll captain him, and then I'm like, nah, Titch. I'm lucky I didn't, but I literally thought that he was going to go 140. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm telling you what, that would have been the worst decision of my. That my would have sh- been. That would have been absolutely my hilarious. career. Uh, any other things to take from this game, Chris? Ah, uh, look, great game. I just don't think that honestly, uh, Port have not changed in a few years. They really struggle against real top teams, and the, when the when the pressure's on, and. Patrick Ryder, if he doesn't play this final series, they, they've got no chance. I'm so glad you talked me out of getting Rockcliffe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's well, been up and down. Like, he has pumped out some. He's a great M9, right? He's the perfect M9. If you had the opportunity to get Rockcliffe in into an M9 position, he's hit some really great scores, but he's also hit some really duds. Yep. So, so again, 66 this week. He's averaging 76.1 for the year. Yeah, and I've got a, uh, I've got him in draft, and, like, this year uh, – well, this week again, so – Are you going to pick him up second, first or second round next year too, Chris? <laughs> nah, nah, I won't. Nah, probably not. I don't know. Oh, someone will grab him. I'm sure someone will. Oh, I wouldn't take him what's, in the first round. What's he averaging rounds? at the moment for the season? 76. Oh. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> you might wait. You might be a late special. You'd probably get him after the 10th round. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, which for me is like six rounds, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, Let's anyway. go into the Q&As now, mate. Uh, okay, so just quickly, there's not too much to cover. Um We've already covered this pretty much for Swizz, uh, basically saying uh, what changes would I like to see to Supercoach next season? Uh, so for him personally, he would like to see changes in Supercoach draft, so other team options, i.e. 30 aside for keeper leagues and a draft app. Um, and then a couple of people comment on there as well saying how, yeah, if it's a 10-man league, then why can't they have a ten, you know, a different final series? Whereas it's yeah, always they down they to have eight. a different final system. Yeah, it's always or down options, to eight. And it's easy. And they used to have it in... Um, think in the old AFL Dream Team, you could choose what sort of final system you wanted to run. Yeah, that'd so be cool. They need to have more there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, make it how you want. It's sort of like make your it own pizza. It's customizable. Yeah, yeah, you can drag and drop. And the so- software shouldn't be that hard to, to be able to work out. No. Not having a Supercoach Draft app is absolutely the most infuriating thing ever. How do they not integrate that into the standard app? It's it's yeah, you, you click go, on it and then it sends you to the, yeah. Yeah, it takes web. you to the web, the web thing, which yeah. is which half the time logs you out. And you got to log, log back, back in. in. Oh man! Yeah, so yeah. same with tipping. All of that should be integrated into the one app. Yeah, it's not hard. I've got a programmer that could do that for us. Like I, honestly, it's stupid. I might just get him to do that. <laughs> just can you take this website and just make me an app for it? Yeah, it's not hard. Uh, they just it's just lazy to be honest. Yep. And um, uh, oh, based on information, obviously we we know um, they the Herald Sun don't really want to be spending money on Supercoach, so. I doubt whether they will ever really reinvest. They probably have a contract with the guys that do it on a yearly basis for maintenance and um, and updates on a yearly basis, but I would highly doubt that they would do that. Um, things that I would like to see changed, um, I would like to go back. I'd like to have a little bit more cash, but I would like to go back to two rucks. I know that there's only ruck one, oh, sorry, four rucks. So um, one, you know, th- one... That way I can have one playing Ruckman and then one loophole option. But, I mean, that's just a personal preference. The, the idea being, you know, you obviously would then need to, obviously you could go either two non-playing Rucks, which is a terrible idea, but you would always then have some sort of coverage because I think that's caught me out the past couple of years with Ruckman being obviously so injured generally, they always go down at some point. But what about, um, in, draft? What about in draft where they used to have two Rucks? Yeah, that was that was stupid. That was though. hectic. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> I prefer it as one. Um, 
So yeah, there's not really else that, anything that I've actually thought apart from that. Um, I like the trade system. Um, I think they handle the buyers really well. I really, I actually much prefer um, the A team during the buyers instead of not playing over the buyers or yeah, um, or making it sixteen or fifteen or whatever it is. I like it still needs to be challenging. So stop trying to do the the thing where it makes challenge uh, not non challenging. Yep. Um, uh, Nelson yeah. uh, says he's currently running the likes of uh, Jake Kolejasny, Bagley, and Brendan Ellis in his defence in draft. Um, basically, he says, should I take the risk and bring in a Lenert? Uh, Lenert or, or, or Rodden? Okay, so Rodden. both of those guys played. Uh, so Lenert played his first game and got like an eighty or, or similar, uh, and Rodden is a rookie playing his second game, um, and I don't know what he got this week. Um, Oh, tough decision. That's tough. I'd probably go for the known players personally, but yeah, I mean, Colo. Oh, that's yeah, tough. Colo. You could probably get rid Colo of Bagley. Ellis. Yeah, Ellis. I'd oh, probably keep over. Bad. Yeah, I know, but Ellis, you'd keep on principle. <laughs> Maybe pick up Tom Jonas. <laughs> yeah, go for do Jonas. what you did. Yeah, no. Nah, obviously, if you're in an 18 man, there's no way someone dropped him. No, we dropped him. No way. Yeah. Can we pick him up? Did you pick him up on that? No, I looked, and he's someone else has already got. Oh. Him. You rook. Well, he was gone, and and they played finals a week earlier, okay. dude. So no, I get it. It's fine. I'm holding Hanbury just for sentimental value at this point in time. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, now, look, if it's me personally, you could probably take a risk on one of them. So uh, who are Port playing this week? Let's have a look at the... Uh, Western Bulldogs. So, yeah. So let's go... I would 100%. And that will smash. Go Lenert. Um, however, with Jonas back in the team, he's probably not going to get as much intercept possessions. So maybe not. Actually, I'm my boy this. Jonas going to tear up. Sydney versus Essendon. Yeah, okay. Go Riordan. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. All right. Cool. I changed my mind on that one. Maybe do one of those. Maybe and flip a coin between um, either. I'd say uh, Ellis or Colo because I think both of them have potential to be fifty players. <laughs> I keep Ellis. Keep Ellis. He has keep Ellis. He has swing against Collingwood and his best twenty-two. Keep him. Yeah. All right. Keep him. You've convinced uh, me. Anyway, so Paul, I think um, I think he might have us confused yep. with uh, Supercoach Station, which we like because we do like to base ourselves off him anyway. Look, I don't know. Okay, so what do you well, think? Maybe, is, maybe, maybe do he you is. think that the Supercoach Station guys listen to our pod? Maybe that's one of them. Because I reckon they'd be the sort of guys that would get into our pod. Maybe. But um, they were definitely inspiration for us. They were one of our favourite uh, podcasts for the past few years. It's a bit sad that they didn't do this year. Um, obviously, they've just it's priorities at the end of the day. But they had a bet last year. So this is coming from Paul. said, Pollock is averaging more than 80. When is Josh jumping in the Yarra? So that was a, um, a bet that they had, I think, maybe two years ago for the preseason uh, of last year. And um, if Pollock averaged over 80, then... Some would ju- swim in the air or whatever. Yep. Um, so, that, I mean, yeah, cool. So, shout out to Supercoach Station for a start. But, yeah, we're not them. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> yes, sorry, Paul. But uh, maybe we should do something similar next year. Yeah. Although we've already got enough bets we have to keep track of. That's true. Uh, oh, speaking of which... Um, I don't Petra- want to talk about it. Petrapa. I don't, I don't want to talk about it again. Pretty much turned up. Charlie now went never, horrible. Didn't even get near the ball. Did horrible. And now, so they pretty much they had a five-point average difference, and now it's bridged to a one-point average difference. Yeah, it's getting closer. Yep, that's 100 bucks difference. It's got to be like... We're not even going to be in finals. What if it's like 80.00, 80.00? Who's been playing the last round? Let's have a look at this. This is going to be interesting. Oh, All you right. looked that up. I'll uh, look this up. Yeah, you keep going. Uh, Abel wants to know, uh, Abel uh, wants to know, is Dusty back? 
Which um, he's killing. I think the evidence says he is, which is annoying. Yes. Well, coming into finals, I think he wants to spark up a little bit, surely. (laughs) It's a business end. (laughs) Spark up. Spark up. Yeah, it's a business end of the the season. So you need your best player doing. Uh, He also wants to know the best defender other than the big four. So... I'm assuming the big four you're looking at. Um, Lloyd, Yo. Simpson, Yo, and... Led. Led. Yep. Okay. So after that, um, I'd probably say T-Mac, uh, possibly... T-Mac's actually had a couple of good rounds. Yeah, last like, he's still averaging high, so yeah, I think he'll improve. Uh, I think probably T-Mac. Um, I can Hearn. Hearn. Hearn had an off week, but he was on a, a five-round heat, I think, of 107, 108 before that. So I think Hearn has really good value. You can throw a blanket over many of them, but uh, I'd probably say T-Mac, then I'd probably say Hearn, and then I'd probably say, like, how. Um, All of them can go well on their week. Yeah. The one that can go 160 is T-Mac. Yep. And that's why I'd go T-Mac. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, and then well, the other one that we would mention, except um, very interesting points here. So Liam says, is um, Jack Cripps, uh, Crisp yep. uh, scoring potential now fucked uh, by Sam Murray? And is Walter someone we can look to trade out in finals? He's playing no mid-time and you can't rely on him kicking four every week to only score you a 94. Um, I think on the money, come um, on, mate, Liam. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right, Um it's it's not necessarily that Sam Murray is um is impacting his scoring. It's it's the the pies themselves have more options. So they're not. It, he was the only one with leg speed, like real serious leg speed in the back line, um, and now uh, we've got Sam Murray as well. So they're sharing it around. Um, I wouldn't say he will still score okay in games, um, but he was consistent doing it every single week for a long time. I don't think that's going to happen for the rest of the year. So if you've got him, then I, yeah, unless you're um, real like high tier and and you want to take, I mean, trading him, you might get ten points per game over the next four five weeks or whatever. So is it worth the trade? Maybe not. Um, there might be somewhere else you can maybe able to generate a little bit more out of, but uh, it'd be tough going. You know, trading say Crisp to say Hearn or something, and then Hearn starts sputting up for whatever reason, and then you, yeah. So I, I wouldn't know the and answer. Then someone to that. goes down. Uh, same as with Walters. I think uh, if he's not playing midfield time and you can afford the trade, he's definitely a non-essential. So you don't have to have him. Yeah. Uh, I think especially if you look at your draft option. Oh, so not draft. Uh, who you're versing? So in your league, uh, looking at what they play, particularly in finals, uh, if you feel like you can get a leg up by bringing in a different primo, then I think for sure if you have the trade. And I know Liam does have trades. Yeah. So the issue is who do you trade him to? I think. Um, and there's uh, the like forwards. Well, there's a plethora as well. So, players. but there's not really. I mean, if you look at that. Well, you could get to wait another week or so on Green and see if he's doing okay. That's true. You get to uh, maybe he doesn't have T Mac or some of these other or Westoff or Robbie Gray or just you know you can wait a little bit. I think bit. The, the popular ones would be you know Westoff, Gray, Heaney. Yeah, you know, can cancel them out. Franklin, I think don't worry, don't even bother with. Uh, Tom Hawkins is someone who, again, most informed forward right now. Um, and they're versing Brisbane this week. I would have said Dugowie. He's the third um, most informed forward at the moment. You've said and that. And Heaney's the second. So Actually, that'll be but, interesting. Harris Andrews coming back from concussion and being on um, Tommy Hawk. Yeah. This or will week. they even play him on Tommy Hawk? Maybe they'll put... Um, uh, who's the former Geelong player? Brisbane Lions that was playing Josh defense. Walker. Walker. Maybe they'll put Walker on him. Is, is he's he still a big boy. I don't know. Mm, well, there you go. Well, that's one click away, Chris. Yes. Uh, that, that's what we'll get up to now anyway. So um, Now, looks- just so you're wondering, so Carlton play uh, Crows at Etihad <laughs> in the last game. Who? 
Carlton play the Adelaide Crows. Oh, nice! In the last game of the season, so this is what could determine our bet. Which is so that's a that's so not a like, bad game. You'll be on Talia or something, yeah. Yeah, but he's on. T- he'll be on Talia. I think these have a softie, don't they? Nope. Giants. Well, that's okay. They play the Giants at home. That's fine. Yeah, but MCG. Yeah, should be right. Nah, nah. Um, <coughs> you're speaking done, of, speaking done. Of, just speaking just of, let me defeat now. And I'll, no. I'll, we'll go we'll splitsies. 50-50. That makes no sense. We just basically break even. You, yeah, exactly you're, right. You're a yeah. dickhead. I will break even now, Chris. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those cash-out morons. <laughs> Fair enough. Hope it backfires. Uh, definitely a mismanaged, um, a mismatch-up, should I say. Josh Walker's on Gary Ablett on paper, and uh, Mick stays on Hawkins. So Yeah, that's not, probably not going to happen. Yeah, probably not going to happen. But um, Let's roll to the top, because this is the, yes. that time of the night where we that go through the, the ins and outs. Uh, very quickly, uh, Stringer's back in, Connor McKenna's in, and Aaron Francis. So, good old Aaron Francis. Oh, thank God Aaron Francis gets a game. I tell you what... I don't know what they're doing down there at the Dons, but play if you they're clearly not in the finals race. Just play the kids, for God's sakes. Come on. Like Yep, uh, Heath Grundy back in and uh Dawson is in for Sydney. Frustrating, but he actually got a record Neefel score last week for Supercoach. I think he had something like fifty six disposals and like just abs- and three goals or something stupid. Like absolutely massive game. Nice. Um, the annoying thing is obviously we had him pegged at the start of the season for a massive breakout, and now it's too late to bring him in. So yeah. he's going to be, be too expensive. Yeah, 100%. exactly. Like Sydney, oh, I want to kill you. Would have, the, everyone was expecting him to line up week one um, in a in the red and white, and now he's completely useless as a supercoach option. So. Mm. Yep, Sorry. that'll do it. I, um, I hope I got my point across there, but it was annoying. Yep, that's pretty much it. Uh, Dean Towers is down on an emergency, which I think is interesting. And, jeez, uh, Lewenberg has probably been on emergency all year. Um, yeah, right. Well, Bell Chambers has been in good form. He'll so be he, yeah, he has been. Yeah. And I think Lewenberg, he, he can't – this will be his last year, surely. He'll, I reckon he'll, uh, he'll get under he'll, he'll, as a backup or, ruckman. Uh, he'll play another year on Essendon yeah. backup, basically. He's, um, he'll be on, you know, 200 grand a year playing uh, VFL or whatever. As you've already okay. touched on, um, so Dugowie is injured. Uh, Brendan Sears injured as well. Yep. Uh, interesting, though, Brody Grundy, it's his 100th game. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to Brody and, and uh, Jaden Short's fiftieth. So. Well, it's uh, around about that time of the year when we go. It's a Grundy, it's Grundy. I still remember being uh, there, like two minutes to go, down by three goals, thinking, "Oh yeah, this is all. We're, we're not going to win this." Yeah, is oh, that, is that teal? Is that is that teal? Like, yeah, that- <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. If we leave now, we can make the train on time, and then oh, um, all of a sudden, it's a Grundy, and. Uh, there's a team of uh, Richmond like, fans in front of us and they're little kids and they little kids start crying and they're just laughing as they walk past. Really well, It's, mean, like, it's but, like when yeah, uh, Port Adelaide beat Saints, I think, at home and they were down by a couple of goals or whatever it is and everyone left. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly right. It's like, shame yeah. on you. You stay nah, till I, the end. I always stay to the end. You stay until the job's done. So what I think is interesting is you stay until the job. What, what is that from? Stay until the job's done. What? Fight Club. No, uh, no, it's not no. Snatch. It's Snatch. Ah, uh, Snatch, yes. Snatch. Good. He's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. He's like, you ain't going anywhere. You stay until the job's done. Is that, your Carney accent's not great, but uh, I, I respect you for giving it do you like da- Do you like dags? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so from the economies, what if they find it interesting? So Darcy Moore and Callum Brown in. So they've got uh, a tall defender and a midfielder in for Braden Sire midfielder and Jordan Degoia forward. So they're obviously going to shuffle, which yeah. means what's likely going to happen is uh, Levi forward? Greenwood. Nah, Moore will come in and play defense. There's no way he's playing forward. Right. And they'll play Levi Greenwood in the forward line, which is dumb. Like it's the, That's not like for like, but that's what they're going to do. 
Fair enough. Guaranteed. And it's not that they'll probably get rolled. Um, but good luck to Collingwood. And um, I, I, can I just say, I hope it's a spectacle. It's going to be the biggest home and away crowd for decades. And the MCG is officially sold out as of tonight. Yep. Um, so if you do, if you are um, a member of the MCG, please go because the only people that are going to be able to see it are um, the MCC members that have reserved seats. Um, outside of that, I mean, if you can't go, give someone your ticket because uh, get there, it's going to be an absolute blockbuster. And, and there's there's nothing better than two of the biggest clubs in Melbourne going head to head on the uh, Saturday afternoon at the G. Like. Mate, yep. I and I think Richmond hit the 100,000 members, didn't they? Yeah, congratulations yep. to Richmond. I think that's a massive feat. Oh, and huge. who cares what sort of memberships they are? That is, That number is, everyone records in the same. That number is absolutely amazing, regardless of what way you look at it. So. Yeah, I am with you there. Uh, okay, interesting. So, um, Geelong? Yeah, so Geelong and Lockie Brisbane. Fogarty is in and Jermaine Jones is omitted. So yes, uh, big news for the Lions, though. Uh, Luke Hodges is yeah, in and Harris Andrews ins. is in. So to- both big ins, much better than Cedric Cox and Cutler. So Cutler's suspended. I yep. think Cutler out is, is actually hurts you guys. Yeah, he's actually been really good lately. He's played so. some really good games, so that's that's not good. Um, I'm surprised that Brisbane Lions decided they would throw ten grand away and try and challenge his suspension. I mean, we've seen throughout the year that... Um, the MRP, the result does dictate the the sanction, and he, you know, although it was it was clumsy, but it was there, and he elbowed someone in the face. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's always going to happen, in my opinion. Um, look, who do you tip? Geelong. Yeah, yeah, Got have to. Right. It's in Geelong. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm just trying to work it out so that I can go against you. All oh, right, fair enough. Um, Giants versus uh, St Kilda. So Sam Taylor's in uh, and out is Lockie Keefe. So I think we all saw that coming after a pretty poor showing. Yep. Um, uh, and big news for the Saints, yeah. Um, you're looking at Blake Akers in, uh, Nathan Brown in as well. So two big inclusions. Yep. Um, Jake Loney and uh, Nick Coffield are in as well. Yep. A little bit of depth there. So Unfortunately for those who have held Bailey Rice and hope that he can get you yeah. through the Webster ordeal, he's been dropped. He's done. So that is a super coach. And um, Ed Phillips, if anyone still had him, yep. uh, you could probably move him on. He's omitted. Armitage omitted. So, like we said, done for. Yep, um, definitely. And I think that's, again, you can't have you can't carry a, an Armitage and a Blake Akers in the same midfield, in my opinion. I think there's just, uh, just too slow um, to really make an impact. And whilst Armitage has obviously moved forward and kicked some goals of recent time, he's really not a forward. So don't play him. Just, just get him in the twos. Yep. Uh, moving on. Uh, Tex walking back from his suspension. Uh, who but... are you tipping with Giant Saints? <laughs> oh, geez, that's a hard one. <laughs> I'm not telling you, you bastard. Well, they did draw it. Although, the although you, so. you used to give me crap because I, I slipped in the tipping and now I'm like equal. Yeah, equal, I think like I'm equal fifth. Last. I think it's I'm actually fifth. pretty tight. tight. I'm fifth and I'm one behind third. I think it's five points between yeah. first and last. Yeah, it's pretty close. Like it's really, really tight. So Where are you? I think I'm close to that bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Enzo D out though, so that's going to hurt him. Yeah, again, and that's a that's a, a big super coach admission. That so anyone that's just held him, the probably time to long. get rid of it now, yep. I believe. Um, no changes for Melbourne, which is surprising. Um, but a uh, couple of milestones though. Um, Jordan Lewis is playing his three hundredth. Tip of the cap to you, sir. And uh, Dom Tyson's playing his hundredth game. Uh, it's not taken him long enough. It has. Um, I think Dom Tyson talented enough to be on a list and in a best wing too, but. I'm not on a team of Melbourne where they do have a lot of midfield depth and they've got a lot of mid forwards as is well. He, so. Is he like the uh, the new age Scully that just takes him a little while to come on, do you reckon? Maybe. Because he was a high pick. I forgot about Tom Scully. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah he, well, there's no news. He should be back around now. But, uh, you know, when you're doing mm. a, a, an ankle or whatever he did, it's going to be a long time back anyway. So, yeah. And we haven't even heard anything about... Um, 
Oh, the defender. Um, Williams, no, the Zach Williams. Zach Williams. Yeah. When did when did he do his knee? It was in the preseason, wasn't it? Yeah. You know what's interesting? So he did his knee in the preseason. There's heard nothing. Heard nothing. Tyson Goldsack did his knee in the preseason. He's coming back in two weeks. Yeah. No, no word at all. And mm. but they were saying he should be. Um, no, it wasn't a knee. It was his Achilles, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was Achilles. Yeah. Achilles. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, no word because they're saying Achilles. Like, he, might, he might be back. Yes, Achilles. <laughs> Is there no one else? 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 Oh, what a movie. What an absolute amazing movie. God's envious. Yes. Oh, man, we're talking crap now. All right. Uh, Sons and Carlton, uh, Fiorini, David Swallow, and Bowes are in. Fantastic Um, ends. And look, like those three were coming in regardless, but these three outs could impact them. So I think Ballard has served his time. Um, Archie's got an illness. Now, Archie has been in pretty good form, and I, I actually like him in the team. Um, but Crosley is uh, apparently injured. Him, apparently injured himself shaving. <laughs> Crosley isn't he the old oh, guy? He's got the old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a big out for them because that really affects their structure. So uh, look, this is going to be a. It's not a battle for the spoon anymore. But I, I'd like I'd like Carlton to show up. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Uh, if they lose this, and and, and oh man, it's going to be insane. Hopefully, Cripps gets off off unleashed this week. Well, he will, uh, unless um, so that he could get attacked. Uh, if oh. I if if I if I'm Stuart Jew, I'm tagging him. Yeah, but who are they going to throw on him? I don't know. You better off try and put Swallow on him. I don't think Tuke's going to be able to. He won't be able to. No, he's too small. No. He'll go to his bloody nipple. You know, like <laughs> hello, <laughs> try, hello, friend. Try and tackle him. <laughs> hello, me. <laughs> hello, darkness, my uh, old hello, friend. Uh, Zach Fisher uh, injured. Levi Casbolt admitted. Uh, so How that's you, interesting. That's, he's gone. Yeah, that, that's a big out. Yep. Uh, very, very, Liam very Liam Jones is probably a good out. <laughs> well, but at least at least they're keeping Harry McKay on the side. So it looks yeah, like they're just going him. with the youth and going, uh, Levi, who they were looking at to trade him or he had offers from other people last yeah. year. Probably should have taken him. They have some decent ins, but, I mean, they've got Dale Thomas in, uh, Kieran Byrne in, Darcy Lang in, Sam Rowe in, and Jed Lamb in, the uh, serial pests. So yep. interesting to see how uh, they work this week. I think that's a game that I might watch just for, Liam Jones in, just for yeah. comedy purposes. <laughs> right, fair enough. Uh, this will be a very interesting one. North versus West Coast. It's not a shoe in. It's um, it's actually a Blundstone Arena, uh, which throws the favourite. They need towards to win North. this to actually be to stay in contention for the finals. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think I think West Coast will be very hard to beat. Uh, that being said, it's in Tasmania, uh, yeah. where I mean uh, you can think back to it was about this time last year that the Kangaroos versed Adelaide. Yep. and spanked them. Yep. at Blundstone Arena. So yep. it's the conditions there, especially if it's if it's if it's a windy day. And it doesn't if it's a windy day, it does not help Eagles forwards. And there's Sean Higgins' two hundredth game. Ooh. So I'm thinking that's got to throw the favour towards. The I might north. be tipping north there. Yeah, it doesn't like you look at it and you're like, oh, Eagles, yep. right? But I think uh, north of Jew. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I like where your heads at, and I'll yeah. be like. Where's your head? See, I was thinking more like. Your head boom, boom. I was no, thinking so. more like who would be king of the north? Ah, oh, the king of the north. And I don't mean king as in Wayne Kerry, who used to play for North. Yeah, douchebag. Uh, man, I miss Game of Thrones. Um, yes, I know, right? Uh, Mason Woods back in. Um, a couple of young fellas by the looks of it. Uh, Will Walker, Ben yeah, McKay. Will Walker's been named. Marky. So these are squads, but Will Walker has been named. Yep. Um, so, which is which is good. So, uh, I would be surprised if Mason uh, Wood gets named as well. Um, but at the moment, they've only listed Alex Morgan as an out injured. Uh, on the Eagles side of things, they have announced that uh, Lewis Jetta is injured and he's out for the game. I can't see an in there that they would put in. Like, I don't uh, know who they would put in for him. 
Oh, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, Barras is named um, as well as uh, Waterman. So a couple of interesting ones there. Uh, moving on, Fremantle versus Hawthorne. I think this will be a, a, an interesting game uh, at least. Um, a few pre- pretty decent inclusions into the squad anyway. So Stephen Hill uh, back from injury. This is classic Ross line though, right? Let's, let's just – I'm just going to name my ins, but I'm not going to name my outs. Yeah. So right. it's, I mean, look at those. Those are pretty well, good. You'd have to assume Stephen Hill plays, Andrew Brayshaw plays, probably Sean Darcy plays, and Hayden Belton plays. So uh, I expect all of those to come in. I expect four young guys to get a rest after travelling last week. Uh, Yago Mira is in. Bur- Burgoyne is in, which is a big inclusion there. Yep. Uh, and Taylor Jaray, who probably won't actually play by the looks of it, but he's in the squad. And how out for this uh, suspension there? Uh, debut to Connor Nash. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm pro- confident that probably Connor Nash doesn't actually play. Mitch Lewis will probably not play either, but we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. See, see how they go. And the last game of the round, Bulldogs versus Port Adelaide. Bont is um, finally back. It's at Miles Stadium. Yep. So that's Canberra, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, so that'll be interesting. I expect Port to bounce back, especially after a weaker opposition uh, with yeah, the Yeah, classic, classic Port uh, with yeah, their run, port. run over the... Flat track bully yep, mentality. Some yep. very good inclusions. Marcus Bontepelli is finally back. Uh, so hallelujah Excellent. to those holding him. Uh, Shane Lewis, Diggs looks like he'll be back as and well. And Lewis Young as well uh, is in the squad, um, as well as Lipinski and, yeah, Biggs. So I think you would expect Bontepelli, probably Lewis Young. I think they quite like him and yep. Biggs would probably be the ones in for that. Three confirmed outs. Luke, Luke Dallas out for the season. Yeah. So out for Ooh, the rest of the season. season. Yeah, he's out for the rest of the season. Oh, sucks to be him. So I think it's a he's six had weeks a, injury. He's had a disappointing uh, year for I sure. I think... Um, for the year, he's kicked two goals, three or something. Oh, that's right. And he's been playing it a lot is, forward. I, I, yeah. Um, don't quite. Uh, it's there's some ridiculous stat about how bad he's been yeah, this that's year. That's bad. Trade bait. You'd have to. Do you be. trade him? Well, yeah. Wouldn't you rather just uh, keep Wallace? <laughs> At least Wallace is kicking goals, mate. He kicks a couple of weeks. Uh, anyway, so, someone with his talent. He's a better midfielder, right? Uh, he's a better midfielder yeah. than he's a forward. I think new club, mate, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's what he needs. He needs new to kick up the firecracker. Uh, Tom Jonas, big surprise coming back in for Port. Massive surprise. Huge surprise. I can't believe my luck, especially seeing I had uh, I Pierce can't believe ha- it's not butter. I was expecting Pierce Hanley to play, so I got rid of Alir Alir for Pierce Hanley on the waiver, and then uh, look at what falls into my lap. Jonas, averaging 90. Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, Stephen number Motlock. one pick gets a, gets another helping hand, I see. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Motlop uh, was a laid out, but he's named uh, Paddy Ryder. Uh, named back in, which is yeah, awesome. I think that's that'll be it. That's I don't think huge. anyone else will get named. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, and Bona, um, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Um, so Carl so Amon, Dougal Howard, and, and Lindsay, Lindsay Thomas, Thomas is omitted. omitted. So that's no surprises there. But um, look, that's about it for us. I hope you have enjoyed uh, the content oh, anyway. We've so got, uh, we got a last little captain's corner, mate. Come on. Oh, captain's corner. Come on. All right. Pretty let's easy. Have, let's have a look. And look, to be, I'm a. I'll just go through the um, what your possibilities are. This week, the um, uh, the what am I saying? Is it is it week nineteen this week? Yeah, uh, yeah, round nineteen. Yeah. So this week, the um, the loophole options are what's going to hurt you. So now, um, if you do have Sicily, um, obviously Hawthorne played the last match of the round against Frio, so that means you do have a variety. However. Who you can replace him on and, and whether or not you, you're trying to loophole people is going to be interesting this week. So Sicily can be a loophole option. If you're using Sicily, if you still have Sicily, then you can pretty much go anyone. Outside of that, you might be restricted. Um, so the uh, the common ones, of course, the Olango. He's also playing on the Sunday. He's playing early Sunday. Um, so that would be okay as well. Um, in terms of a vice captain, um, maybe Dusty. 
Because you're not going to, Collingwood's not going to tag him. Oh, nah. And Collingwood hate tagging. Uh, I'd rather go, I'd rather go uh, Dangerfield as VC over the Lions. I am, I am going Danger VC against the Lions. Yep. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be able to hold him. I'm hoping for a 140, 150, but we'll see what happens. Um, so I'd probably go, this is my preference. I'd go probably Titch's captain. Probably against Fremantle. Their, their midfield's so weak. Yeah, I'm also going Titch's captain. Um, yeah, Gorn, you could go as a VC. Uh, I don't mind that. Uh, or even Cripps. So Dangerfield or Cripps could go monster. Dangerfield against Brisbane yeah. or Cripps well, against the I actually Gold think Coast there's, could three, go there's a lot of VC options. I think yeah. if just reliably lock in Titch's captain. Or even Kelly against the Saints. Yep. Or, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you've got Kelly against the Saints. You've got Cripps against the Suns. Or I don't danger, have that. Or Danger against Brisbane or Maxi Gorn if you want to go against Gorn against uh, Jacobs. Jacobs does tend to restrict scores somewhat. So um, I probably I might not want to VC that. If we're going to do – don't yeah. captain it, VC it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't captain Gorn, but, um, yeah, I would go that option. Um, and then on the um, uh, captaincy, I don't think you can go past – Titch against Frio. I know it's at Optus. Yeah. But Titch against Frio, just lock it up. Yep. Don't don't question it. Just no, I'm with you there. I think you just got to choose your VC and then be done with it. Yep. Yeah. So outside, so firm C on on Titch. Yeah, I'm going firm C. VC, you can pretty much throw it on a variety of players that all and have. Just hope they go big, big yep. potential, and someone will get lucky. I'm sure one of those guys is going to go massive. Oh, it has to be. So um, my money's on Dangerfield. But um, Kelly's just Kelly, as good odds. Kelly's and Cripps is just, Cripps could go one seventy as well. Yep. So yep, you know, and against even opposition. Yep. So it's uh, true that very interesting. But um, look, I know it's um, a little shortcomings as far as you know. Everyone's basically got their team set. Um, you know, a lot of people are injured, and at this point in time, it's kind of a bit of a formality. Um, but look, we hope you have enjoyed it. For those that are uh, frequent listeners. Yes, you might just listen to us banter a little bit and just kind of yeah. talk about a few other topics. But, you know, if you're trying to you know, listen to this on your drive into work or just for some good old footy content to listen to, then we hope that you have enjoyed. Definitely. And um, I think in the coming weeks, it'll probably be shorter in terms of length. Um, yes. But we'll probably be just doing this Thursday, I think. Until, yeah, I think that's probably the way to go for a yeah. couple of weeks. And then, and then we'll round do, 23, we'll do a roundup. Yep. And we won't, we'll probably finish it up that week. Yeah, we'll finish that week. But we'll do the, on the last week, we'll look at uh, all the averages and we'll do the, um, you know, basically looking at the predictions again and that yeah. kind of stuff. And then I, a few, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, and thing people to. What the, happened during well, the year, people, year, yeah, round, year review and. Who yeah. we're impressed with, who we're upset with, and um, looking at maybe. Potential future trends. Yeah, or looking at for people to, to keep an eye on in the preseason or yep. who we might want to keep an eye on in the preseason just as a, a little bit of a throw 100%. out. 100%. I'm excited for that pod. Yeah, me too. Yep. That's probably my favourite one coming. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much and uh, we'll catch you very soon. Thanks. Good night. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. Bye.